Hi, this is Jackie Harrigan, editor of the Dairy Exporter magazine. We're introducing a new podcast series. We're going to be interviewing figures in the dairy sector about what's important to Kiwi farmers and where the industry is going. So today I'm chatting to Kyla Colbin from BOMA, New Zealand. Uh, Kyla is the co-founder of BOMA Global. Uh, Welcome, Kyla. Thanks for joining me today. Tell us a little bit about what BOMA actually is. So BOMA is an organization that is focused on how we can be more intentional and intelligent about the future. Uh, And of course, uh, in New Zealand, we can't really have a conversation about being intentional and intelligent about the future without talking about the primary sector because it is so critical to our nation, to our economy, to our way of life, to our identity, to everything about who we are. So um, yeah, hence this conversation. Fantastic. Now, BOMA have um, organized a a conference that's coming up in Christchurch. It's called GROW 2019, the BOMA New Zealand Agri Summit. Could you tell me a little bit about how you came up with this? Yeah, absolutely. So really what we're looking at is um, all of the ways in which the world is changing dramatically to make the future uncertain and unpredictable. Um, and when it comes to the primary sector, we're looking not only at things like, you know, how technologies are changing the way that we farm or the way that we process or the way that we distribute or the way that we market, but also things like how is climate change going to affect our primary sector? Um, how is government policy going to affect our primary sector? What does our social license to operate look like going forward? How do we have a healthy relationship and dynamic between the urban population and the rural population? And so, so many vectors of change um, creating this kind of level of uncertainty And what we are looking to do with GROW 2019 is to start to unpick some of those questions so that we can be confident and proactive in designing the future that we want for the primary sector of Aotearoa New Zealand. Fantastic. Now, you've you've, um, got five key themes to focus on in your conference, which seem to me to be pretty huge themes, like probably one of them I would have thought would be enough to spend two days focusing on. But shall we just run through them? You've you've kind of touched on them. But um, if we just run through them again, first you've got disruption. Yeah, so so disruption is looking at how emerging technologies have the potential to disrupt the sector. So that's things like, uh, you know, the emergence of um, clean meat or the emergence of um, vertical farms and indoor farms at production scales. Um, Our next uh, theme is transformation, which is still focused on technology, but really how technology is transforming the sector. So looking at things like um, precision agriculture, satellite imagery, autonomous tractors, things like that. Um, Our third theme is kaitiakitanga, uh, and it's really kaitiakitanga in kind of all senses of the word. So we're looking at climate change, but also um, land use, biodiversity, soil management, uh, things uh, along that uh, line. Um, Our fourth theme is adaptation. So with adaptation, we're looking at new products and new business models, changing customer expectations, uh, the changing face of the market generally. And then the fifth theme sits across the other four. uh, And that fifth theme is action. So with every one of these topics that we're looking at, we're not just talking about this stuff in the abstract. We're looking at how can people actually take tangible action to become better informed and more powerful in their work as a result of having uh, heard from these people. 
Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty exciting when, when I read that Grow 2019 is not your run-of-the-mill conference. The summit is designed to empower you to take tangible action, which is yeah. great because often you go to a conference and you think, oh, you know, a lot of talking, but what's going to happen next? So that's yeah. very exciting. And, and what sort of will, uh, how, how will that play out, do you think, in terms of giving people, empowering people? Yeah, so a few different ways. So first of all, I guess are uh, you know maybe worth touching on my backstory. So I am a Kiwi, even though I don't sound like one. Um, I've been here for oh gosh, fourteen years now, um, and uh, I'm a dual citizen. Um, and for the past ten years, I've been running our local TEDx events. So I don't know if you're familiar with TED Talks, yep. uh, but I run TEDx Christchurch, and uh, two years ago ran TEDx Scott Base in Antarctica. Wow. Um, and because of the, my work with the TED conference, my standards for what makes a compelling talk are extremely high. So our approach to this stuff is to go, look, if you are not engaged, if you're not hearing from people who are absolutely compelling, not only in what they're doing, but in how they communicate their story, then it's not going to be good for anybody. No one's going to enjoy themselves. You won't learn anything. You won't have fun. Uh, and most importantly, you won't take away anything that you can take action on as a result. So the first piece of that process is really about the curation and our selection process. Make sure that we're selecting people who can engage with the audiences in such a way that it becomes much easier to learn stuff, to take it away, and then to apply it. And in that curation process, we're challenging all of our speakers to make sure that they are focusing on the kind of so what and the now what for the attendees of the summit, right? If, if you don't have something that you can bring that people are gonna say, oh, the way that applies to me is this, then you probably will not have been chosen as a speaker for this. Um, and then the final thing is that we're really looking at um, in terms of sort of um, time scales and, and the types of stories that we're looking for, we're not looking for very early stage research. We're looking for things that are at the cutting edge of what is commercially available and practical today. And in every instance where we're talking about disruption, for example, what, we're, what we'll be talking about is disruption and what does that mean for you? And how can you respond? And what is, your, um, what is the brand opportunity there? So we've really tied this into our thinking right through the process. Yeah, that's fantastic. It actually struck me when I was looking at, at, at the bios of a few of your speakers that they're not actually people talking about the disruption or the, the opportunity for transformation. They're actually people that are doing it, aren't they? Shall yeah, we um, have, have a look at a couple of the of your guest speakers? Like um, I just read about Tim Cannon from Livestock Lab CEO who's, who's talking about implantable technology whilst he's wearing implantable technology. So that's yeah. kind of interesting. Tim is my favorite cyborg. Um, so one of the other um, uh, lives that I have led is that I worked with an organization called Singularity University, which is based in Silicon Valley and dedicated to the study of exponentially accelerating technologies and their impact on humanity. Wow. And um, so we ran a large summit uh, with Singularity University a couple of years ago in New Zealand. And then we did one a year ago in uh, Sydney and Tim spoke at our Sydney event. And man, he's got implants up and down his arms and airport security love him. <laughs> they never know what to make of him. He's got these kind of boxes in his arms. Um, but his, his tagline, his strap line for his company, because what they're doing is they're making implantable health devices for um, cattle and other animals um, health, like health that, that provide real-time continuous health monitoring. Um, and his strap line is safe for cows tested on humans. All right. 
he's, wow. a, he's a fantastic guy. Mm, amazing. Cool. Um, so this Tim, and then I noticed that you got Rachel Talali from Kono New Zealand, who and they've got a whole lot of um, food and beverage brands, and yeah. are obviously getting some great traction. Yeah. So Rachel Talali and Carenza Johnston will be um, presenting together. Um, Rachel is chief executive of Kono, and Carenza is chief executive of Wakatu, which is the parent company of Kono. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're two powerhouse dynamo women who are doing amazing things but to me one of the most exciting things about the work that they're doing is the way that they are embodying values in their company in a very financially um, productive way and so really what i've asked them to come and speak about is what is the value of values and um, what is the upside there? And then what do you do when the values that you're talking about come into contact with a financial imperative that might be pushing you in a different direction? How can you, how can you deal with that without losing any kind of brand, uh, brand perception or brand value or, or any of the integrity that you have with the customer? So I'm really looking forward to their session. I think it's going to be hugely powerful and particularly powerful if we think about you know, New Zealand's food and fiber sector moving along that value chain towards being this really, you know, per- provider of high-end brands. Um, I think the lessons that Rachel and Carenza will be bringing to this story are going to be absolutely spectacular. Yeah, that sounds amazing because I've, I've probably almost um, forgotten how many people I've heard talk about, you know, New Zealand should be selling the story, selling the brand, but here's people actually doing it so the learnings that they've perhaps found in overseas markets will be really interesting yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and you've also got some uh people from further afield um sheree atilano i'm sorry i've forgotten where she's from but you she's from the philippines Mm -hmm. um and i came across sherry a few years back she came to new zealand and i was so impressed with her story that i just was i felt i had to bring her back again um, she is such a powerhouse, man. She's like five foot tall and just absolutely unstoppable. Um, and she is working with uh, some of the poorest farmers in the Philippines to create self-sufficiency, um, to address poverty, to address climate change, to address education. She's absolutely stunning. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to have her back in New Zealand and, and to introduce her to the attendees of Grow. Yeah, and she's teaching agripreneurship, which is possibly a, a term that not many New Zealand farmers have heard about, but it's um, fantastic. Yeah, she said one of my favorite things ever um, about farmers. She said, you know, I don't really understand why some people think that farming is not uh, a, a wonderful industry to go into. She said, you know, maybe you need a doctor like once a year or a lawyer like once every few years. You need a farmer three times a day. <laughs> so I, I just I, I love the way she looks at things. Yeah, that's fantastic. So now the conference that's on in Christchurch from the tenth to eleventh of April. Tell me a little bit about the um, audience that you're hoping to target because it's much broader than just farmers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so you know farmers absolutely first and foremost, and uh, we know we have a really robust group of farmers coming along and right along the the chain from you know um, uh, uh, small smaller farms to um, rural corporate. Uh, attendees, um, but also people right within the ecosystem. So producers, innovators, researchers, educators, um, people from the supply chain, uh, you know, people who are looking to build consumer facing brands, um, really just anyone in the food and fiber sector would be welcome here. And certainly the talks are um, 
are pitched at a much broader level in terms of how we think about the value we're creating and providing and what the future looks like. Fantastic. And for, um, for sub- oh, how do people buy tickets? Oh, yeah. So um, so you could just go to our website, which is uh, grow.nz.boma.global. And hopefully on your website, there'll be a, a link to this for, for easy access. Um, but my understanding is we have a special offer for your subscribers. Should yes. I tell them about that? Yes, or please do. do. <laughs> so, um, so for any farmers who are listening, right off the bat, farmers already get access to uh, a discount off of the regular ticket price. And right now that discount sits at $250. Um, but if you are a subscriber, uh, then you get a further 10% off that. So I, I, I don't know the best way for them to access that offer. I guess uh, you'll be able to let people know. Yes, we will. So we're um, hoping that a lot of our subscribers will take up the offer because it sounds like a really interesting conference. So um, thanks very much, Kyla. It's been great chatting to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. And I'll see you there in April. Subscribers to the Dairy Exporter and Countrywide magazines are able to get a 10% discount off the already discounted farmers price for the BOMA conference. To access the discount code, you need to ring 0800 224 782, which is FarmLife Media, or email subs at nzfarmlife.co.nz and else you can reach out to us on social media. So to buy your tickets for this great event, the link's in the description. If you want to learn more, go to our website, nzfarmlife.co.nz and subscribe to our excellent monthly magazines.